Welcome. Welcome in to Sports Talk Chicago. All gas, no brakes. If you're looking for the same old sports talk, get out. You've come to the wrong place. Hey, we ain't come this far just to come this far, you hear me? I tell you what I see, I tell you the truth. We going hard today. We're fearless, bold, and highly opinionated. This here show. This show is so hot right now. The biggest guests, the hottest takes, and the best interviews live right here. Do you actually remind me of Dan Patrick? Because you ask great questions, you have the knack, you have the gift. On Sports Talk Chicago. Yo, Chicago. Here's your host. The guy's an absolute stud. John Zagul. Hello, everybody. Welcome into Sports Talk Chicago. Great to see all of you here with us from our beautiful studios in Chicagoland, Illinois. John Meadows is with us directing and producing. We have so much to get to, and I have to say, it is so great to be back fighting some sickness and had some holidays to celebrate. Great to be back with you all. We have a lot to get to. A lot to discuss here tonight. Who will the Bears draft? NFL Draft Week is here. The draft is coming up on Thursday. Will the Bears stay at 9? They are tied right now to Jalen Carter, Peter Skaronsky. Will they tank? We'll discuss. Lots of NFL news has occurred. Aaron Rodgers is now a Jet, officially. It only took him about two months to get that one done. Plus, Jalen Hurts got paid. What's it mean for Justin Fields and Lamar Jackson? I'm going to give you a pretty hot take on that situation moving forward. Robbie Gold may come back to Chicago. Hear what he had to say about a possible reunion with the Bears. Later on, baseball Cubs are doing great. White Sox, not so much. And if you're a Sox fan, prepare to be eviscerated near the end of this program, I guarantee it. Really appreciate all of you being here with us. We're live on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook at Sports Talk Chicago. Follow me personally at John Z Sports, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can also find us in podcast form anywhere you get your podcasts at Sports Talk Chicago. We're presented by our good sponsors, Amish Country Farms. For the best Amish food in all of Chicagoland, hit up Amish Country Farms today. Pie order forms for Mother's Day are now out. Mother's Day pie order forms. Give them a call or stop in and order your custom-made pie from the Amish of Northern Indiana, Amish Country Farms. Tell them Sports Talk Chicago sent you. Before we start today, I want to address some rumors and comments that have been going on throughout the past week. I apologize if I haven't been able to clearly state what's going on with the channel and with Sports Talk Chicago, really. We have become a podcasting network as of last week. So it won't be just me on this show you're going to see anymore on this channel. We're going to have talent, big names from across the Chicago sports media landscape. And last week you saw Corey Wooten former Chicago Bears, six-year NFL veteran, do a show with Joey Christopoulos, an up-and-coming Chicago sports guy based out in Los Angeles, Chicagoland native. They're going to be doing a show every week talking about the Bears. Joey's going to do his own show. We have other people in the pipeline who we are going to debut on this channel. We are going to grow into hopefully a five- to ten-podcast network with athletes, ex-pros, sports media heavyweights, and rising stars all contributing and giving you a great Chicago sports perspective that is not out there today. There are many who could say they're like us or already exist like us, but the fact is we're different, we're unique, and we're going to have an amazing roster for you that's going to be unveiled in the weeks to come. We are working with people behind the scenes as we speak, every day I'm on this phone, (laughs) talking to people. And um, as more people get announced, as more people get confirmed, and they're in on this, We're going to let you know right away. So don't worry. The channel has not been sold. (laughs) I haven't given up. 
going to be really hard to keep me away from this. Um, we're just adding more talent, and we are going to do our best to become the premier Chicago sports destination. And I encourage all of you, all 18,000 of you who've been with me for years to stay with me. This is not just going to be anybody on this channel. We are bringing on legit former athletes, legends, media heavyweights who you see on TV today in Chicago, and people like myself, like Joey, others who are rising up in the ranks and who are going to make a big splash on this network. Encourage all of you to stay with me. Encourage all of you to continue to watch. And there's going to be some really cool stuff to come in the coming weeks and months. If you have any questions, you can comment here, comment on any one of the videos. I am pretty responsive, and I could get back to you with direct answers on anything you need. Make sure you also check out the YouTube community tab and follow me on social media on Sports Talk Chicago on social media to get the latest updates and announcements regarding future talent on this channel. Just wanted to open up and address that now so that way we can move forward. No, I didn't sell the channel. No, the channel's not out of existence. We are simply moving forward in a bigger direction, and we hope all of you could stay with us. So, let me start today with this. What the Bears draft on Thursday? All of these months of speculation and mock drafts and trades and more speculation and insiders reporting nonsense will end on Thursday. (laughs) Question is, what will the Bears do at number nine? A lot of you did not like my last video, my last opinion on Jalen Carter. (laughs) I guess nobody cares about character anymore, and that's fine. I don't care. But the question is, as of right now, according to multiple reports, the Bears are tied to Jalen Carter and Peter Skaronsky of Notre Dame, also Paris Johnson Jr., top offensive tackle from Ohio State, all in the mix at number nine. Now, these are according to mock drafts and reports and speculation. We don't know what the Bears will do at nine. And don't quote me later and say you were wrong. I don't know. I'm not in on these conversations. I don't know what the Bears are going to do on draft day. They might trade back. I think they may. Really? Realistically? So we don't know how this whole thing's going to shake out. Here's what we do know. <laughs> the Bears have an excellent opportunity to bring in a specific need at 9 if they stay there or even if they trade back to 17 or 15 or wherever they go. They're going to retain a first-round pick and hopefully draft somebody they need. All three of these players who I mentioned in these reports are people the Bears need. You can even add in Jackson Smith and the Jigba. I doubt the Bears are going to get him, but they could get him at number nine if they wanted to. And I'd be okay with them drafting a receiver at nine. I'm not one of those people. I'm not going to kill them if they draft the top wide receiver on the board who Justin Fields played with at Ohio State. It'd be a smart move to me, too. Probably not going to happen, but I'd be okay with it. The Bears have a decision to make. Ryan Poles has a decision to make, and I'll tell you this much. Here is what makes me wary of Jalen Carter. Here's what makes me doubt all of these reports and all this news and links surrounding the Bears and Carter. Let's put it this way. Ryan Poles, first time really getting a crack at the draft. He did last year, didn't have a first-round pick, hard circumstances, just came on the job, This is going to be his first year in which we could properly evaluate what he did and how he did it. Would it be smart for Poles in his first year 
to draft somebody like Carter with the baggage that comes along with him and potentially not even being the best defensive player in this draft? Does it make sense to take on that responsibility? Does it make sense to have to worry about what Carter is going to be like off the field or what could happen still with that case in Georgia? We don't know. If I were Ryan Poles, I would not be taking that calculated of a risk. Look, if you're a Howie Roseman, if you're an established general manager, <coughs> it would make sense to take somebody in like that because your job security is there. You've been around for so long. People are going to trust your guts, and you will be able to take a big swing and miss and still retain your job, and it's okay. No one's going to be out for your head. You think anybody's going to kill Howie Roseman, Eagles GM, if he took Jalen Carter? They just won a Super Bowl. They just extended Jalen Car- uh, Jalen Hurts. No need to worry. No need to fret about somebody like Jalen Carter with his history. But Ryan Poles, first year, if it doesn't work out, maybe he'd be on the chopping block. And that's a fair point. Hey, GMs have been fired for much less. And if I were Ryan Poles and I'm looking out for my own ass, and I have a coveted first-round pick still after the trade with Carolina at number nine, I would not be pissing it down the drain for somebody who could piss it all away. Somebody like Jalen Carter, who may get into more trouble and who certainly has some baggage. All I'm saying is, as talented as Jalen Carter is, don't right away buy that the Bears are going to take him at nine. This could be an entire ploy to force teams to move up to want Carter at nine if he's still there. I'm not buying Ryan Poles putting his career early on the line for somebody like that when he has everything he needs. He made all these trades and all these moves. He has a quarterback. Why hurt yourself and hurt your resume after all that you did that was good this offseason? Why do it to yourself? Why put yourself in that position and go out on a ledge? And I'll tell you what, if you want to go out on a ledge for anybody, they better be damn special. And although Carter is, anything can happen when you get to the NFL. I'm wary of that situation. And all of you who have been following it closely, I'm sure you would agree. I am not going to buy for one second that that's the Bears' number one choice. At number nine, they have other needs too. They do. I'd love Peter Skaronsky at number nine. Northwestern product. Hometown kid. Solid offensive lineman. Really a left tackle. Which the Bears do need. Paris Johnson, Jr., Formerly, Justin Fields' teammate, part of Justin Fields' offensive line at Ohio State that was so successful, the Bears could take him at number nine. According to this mock draft from Touchdown Wire's Doug Farrar, he says this quote, The Bears wisely traded down from the first overall pick, and with the knowledge that they don't need a quarterback, but that they do need just about everything else, they especially need pass protection. And as Braxton Jones is their projected starting left tackle, it might be time to address that early in the draft. Johnson, Paris Johnson Jr., is not a perfect prospect, but he's the best pass-blocking tackle in this class with physical attributes that transition easily to the next level. When people doubt C.J. Stroud as a prospect because he was throwing from clean pockets so much of the time, well, here's the primary reason why. Very true. Paris Johnson Jr., is a stud of an offensive lineman. Peter Skaronsky did great at Northwestern. He's going to have to adjust to the left tackle position, but that's possible. 
And Jalen Carter is Jalen Carter. We know about his potential, but we also know about the -the off-the-field stuff. We also know about, and this is key, showed up to the combine 15 pounds overweight, didn't even run a 40. I've never seen so many people make such big excuses for somebody for really no apparent reason. I mean, Jalen Carter is all the makings of a bust, and I'm not saying he's going to be that way, but 15 pounds overweight. Coming to the combine, not looking ready to go. All this baggage off the field. What the hell's going on with Jalen Carter? And the question is, can the Bears fix him? Or can any team bring him in and invest so many resources and so much time to the point that it's worth it? And maybe it would be for some teams. Maybe for the Bears, it'd be worth it. But I'll tell you this, and I'll tell you straight, I'm not going to kill Ryan Poles if he passes on Jalen Carter. In fact, I'd actually rejoice. I don't want somebody like that on my team. And that's me. I understand not everybody has a morality clause. Not everybody sits there and thinks about off-the-field stuff. (laughs) And look, some teams succeed, and they take in people who have off-the-field issues. They still win, and that's awesome. I will continue to say this to I'm blue in the face. The Bears are a class franchise. Love them or not, love the way they operate or not, they are one of the toasts of the NFL, even today, even though they've been mediocre for X amount of time. They're a great team, great franchise, storied history. They usually don't dabble in situations like this. I would be shocked if not only Ryan Poles did it, but the team did it, and they signed off on it. It would go against everything that they usually are about. If they do it, good for them. If Jalen Carter comes in and performs like a human wrecking ball, good for him, and I'll take all my words back. But right now, if I'm an evaluator and I see this guy showing up overweight, 15 pounds, if I see him not willing to run a 40 and not even being able to tackle dummies at a combine, and now he has this... Reckless driving charge from January. I'm not going to sit here and say, wow, what a great prospect. I better take him at number one. Would you? I don't understand what all the excuses are for. Why there is cover from the media about this. There are other players in the past who've had these situations occur. 15 pounds overweight, not ready for the combine, criminal history, and it has hurt their draft stock. For some reason, though, it's not hurting Jalen Carter's. There's something going on that we don't know, is the point. There's something going on we don't know. And I've read the scouting reports on Carter. The thing is, when he's on, he's on. When he's off, he's off. He does take plays off. It's been proven. (laughs) It's been seen on tape. And when he takes plays off, unfortunately, it's noticeable. So that's not something you want to hear about again in a scouting report. I just caution everybody to not fully buy the Jalen Carter hype. And I'd be perfectly okay if it's Skaronsky or Paris Johnson or maybe JSN even. Doubt the Bears are going to take a receiver at nine, but if they do, I would rejoice as well. There are other options out there that would be suitable at number nine besides Jalen Carter. Has to be Jalen Carter. No, it doesn't. Doesn't have to be. It could be somebody else. And that's okay. Caution everybody, though, just to think about it. I would not be surprised if the Bears move on and don't take him. Why would Ryan Poles take that risk? And why would the Bears want to deal with that whole situation? 
To me, it makes no sense. And although reports state today that the Bears are going to be tied to him and Skaronsky and Paris Johnson, I have a hard time believing Carter is the favorite amongst the Bears inside the building. Only Thursday will show us. Only Thursday will tell what is really going on. But don't count on Carter going to the Bears on Thursday. And if they do it, great. But he better prove himself. Because if the Bears are going to be investing all these resources into him to get him better, to get him more in shape, to get him avoiding off-the-field issues, that's great. But we better see results on the field to justify it, or else it's going to be a waste. Another team will take him. Other teams are interested in him, and that's awesome. Good for him. Despite all this stuff he's overcome, he still has an opportunity to be drafted quite high in the NFL draft. That's great. I just don't buy the Bears being 100% on the Jalen Carter hype train. And guys, you shouldn't be either. (laughs) Take a look at some of your comments. Welp, with an exclamation point, Jalen Carter not finishing plays, takes plays off, and not finishing his skills at his pro day is the bigger concern. Thank you. And I mentioned that. Let's say you have no morality clause, and that's fine. That is a concern. When you show up to the combine 15 pounds overweight, you can't even finish the drills. You can't be, you're failing to tackle dummies, literal plastic dummies, rubber dummies. You got a problem. And as you said correctly in the scouting reports, it does say it is pretty noticeable when Jalen Carter takes time off. It's noticeable. And that's not something good to hear. (laughs) And I notice when you slack off, good job. No. I notice when you slack off, you do a crap job. You need to get better. And you need to be focused more on what's going on on the field. That's kind of scary. This is a college kid. And they're already having that sort of MO on him. Just saying, I would not buy all this hype around Carter. Aaron, great to see you. I'd rather Paul's playing safe and stick to his draft board and not fall in love with a player. Yes. Thank you. And that's great advice for everybody. Randy Mueller, a uh, great friend of this program, former NFL GM right now. He's actually, um, as an executive for the XFL Seattle Dragons, they're in the championship for the XFL, so good luck to him. But he said on this show before, when he drafted for the Seahawks or the Saints or the Dolphins, he never fall, fell in love with one player. There was a draft board. There was a process. He drafted based on the best player available. He never even drafted by need. And he said, that's the way we, you got to do it. And he was successful. 2000 NFL Executive of the Year, great GM with all three teams. <clears throat> Poles becoming biased. Poles putting his heart into the matter, not his brain, may hurt the Bears as well. So I would hope that the media hype doesn't even get to Poles to the point where he's like, I got to draft Jalen Carter. No, you don't. You have a choice. You have other needs on your team. And is Carter truly the most talented player left at number nine? Numbers could say so. Hype could say so, but actions and how he is today versus how he was six months ago, different story. 15 pounds more overweight, can't even finish his training. Can't finish training in a t-shirt and shorts. What happens when he puts on pads playing in 30-degree weather in October? (laughs) I mean, I can't believe we have to sit here and explain that and think about it, but it's true. What's going to happen to Jalen Carter when those conditions arise? He has to get himself into shape and be ready to go. Can't take planes off. And I'll tell you what, it might be hard to focus when your ass is freezing out in Chicago in January. 
What are you going to do? Something he's going to have to answer and beckon to and respond to himself. My only advice for polls is don't do what you did last year. Don't pull a Vanish Jones. Yes, sir, Aaron. Frickin' bust. How about Vanish Jones? He's still on the roster. Can you believe that? I would have cut his ass after the second muff. But yet he's still there because he's Ryan Poles' guy in the third round. Can you believe that the Bears are so attached to a third-round wide receiver that they didn't cut him after five fumbles, five mups? Third-round wide receiver. You know, any other team in the NFL, they'd just be cut. Like, it'd be over. Okay, you're a third-rounder, you're done. Go play in the XFL, go play in our practice squad. But for the Bears, uh, apparently, Bandless is so integral to the operation that he needs to stay on the team. I got to tell you, that one always confused me. Hey, I hope it gets better for his sake. Hope he's a better year. I hope I can eat my words, but boy, does he have a lot to prove, let alone will he even be on the roster game one? That's a serious question. Could be cut, could be on the practice squad. I mean, you bring in DJ Moore, you got Moore. Mooney's going to be back and healthy. Dante Pettis is back. EQ St. Brown is back. Oh, yeah, and Chase Claypool's still here. That's five wide receivers. Where the hell is Bayless Jones going to go? He better get down the punt returning and kick returning because if he doesn't, there's going to be no spot for him on this team. Sports Talk Chicago. Here with John Zaglul, John Meadows directing and producing. A little heated there. <laughs> I don't like to hear the name Bayless Jones Jr. I just, I can't stand it. And if all you remember, by the way, you know, we did those live calls last year for every game. We're going to do them this year, too. My goodness, when he fumbled a football. Oh, my gosh. It was just horrendous. And he did cost the Bears a couple of games. That's the truth. He did single-handedly, in some cases, cost the Bears wins. Just saying. 